Blaine and Mickey on one of four or five the zone. Hey, JT, not not this, not this. This is not the right music for the three, man. No. No, no, JT. Oh. That's, no, no. Come on, man. That's not it. You know the three dance. Oh, man, I'm getting pumped up, man. I got, oh, I, I'm, I'm running out the tunnel. Ooh. All right. Goosebumps for Titans fans right now because that music only means one thing, the arrival of the freak, Javon Curse. Javon, welcome into the show. Uh, thanks for having me on here this morning, fellas. Hey, man. So now that we've talked about the and you introduced you as the freak, Tell us how you got the name, the freaking. Do not tell me it was the ladies at Florida that gave you that name. <laughs> it happened out Florida. No, it happened out Florida, but it wasn't the ladies. No, it was my teammates out Florida, man. It was, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, I just, I'm like you, man. Like, I just want to play. Put me on the field, line me up, let me play. I play every position that I can think of from Pop Warner through, like, through, like, my. First year in college where I went from free safety to strong safety to outside linebacker to eventually going to defensive end. But, I mean, I got the, I, I got the name from my teammates at UF because we would go in and watch game film. We played the game on Saturday, and then we would have practice on Monday. And then, but, yeah, we would watch the film first. And then, like, sometimes guys would come out the room just look at me like, bro, like, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm looking like, what y'all talking about? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and like, 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 bro, like, you weren't supposed to make that play, man. Like, the play, like, like I was, like, pass rushing on one side, and then I'd take somebody down, like, on the left-hand side of the field, like, maybe 20, 30 yards downfield. And, like, they were just, like, dude, that's some freaky stuff right there. And then before you know it, um, the, the, the freak was born. Oh, that's man. Man, you know what? You so when you chased down, who was that you chased down? Was it the Jaguars? You ran around Samar and came out of bounds and, like, and ran past me uh, and everybody yes. else. That was a who? spell about the last name of Ishmael. It wasn't a rocket. This was the missile. This was yeah. This oh, was Quadri, the, Quadri, yeah, yeah, Quadri with the Ravens. Yes, see, oh. that's one of, the, one of the plays. They're like when it happens. Like I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, listen, I'm just out here doing my job, but um, when I went back and watched it on film, like, huh, okay, is this the reason why I'm getting all these drug tests every week? Is this the reason that they're testing me for, for steroids like every week, twice a week sometimes? Like, no, nah, this is all me, baby. <laughs> oh, man, I, I know it was. We're on with the freak, Javon Kirsten. I have to ask you, I, I know – I used to get jacked up and, you know, it used to be a robbery. I don't know how you guys view it at Florida now, but naturally it's Florida, you know, Tennessee week. And uh, you used to do the Gator Chomp there on uh, yeah. on the field there at Nissan yeah. Stadium, you know, at the time. And, uh, man, what was that like, just the build up to that game? I know maybe it doesn't feel that way today, but what was it like back then? Uh, it was it was lots of fun because um, at UF at the time we would you know what I'm saying like we would have two preseason games okay they was probably regular games for some people but to us they were like preseason games because you know like we're bringing in you know certain teams so they can you know get some exposure and everything but we kind of knew how 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 it's supposed to go and so it's like we had to have those two games and then all of a sudden. We have, like, we go play, like, the team with the most fans, like, with the biggest stadium. Like, I remember, like, my first year playing in Neyland Stadium, I was like, oh, my goodness, like, for real? Because, like, I mean, I'm playing at UF, watching 
again at UF because I registered my first year, but then my when I was on the field playing then, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I got kind of used to it there. But, like, once you went down there, like, you see all the orange, and it's like, wow, okay, well, I don't think this is our gator orange. This is kind of burnt, so this is, like, different orange here. But, like, the, the stadium itself is just so big and so loud. So, like, personally, if you ask me about it, um, I personally, like, with me and my during my time at UF, I think our biggest um, our biggest SEC rival was the Volunteers, was Tennessee, because that was our first our first SEC game of the season, and then pretty much how that game went, um, it pretty much like set the tone for the rest of our season. So that was always a big one there. And then um, yeah, we had different rivals, but I would say um, Florida UT was uh, was Florida's biggest rival, and some people may say it's Georgia, but to me. That's the that's our the the state versus state rival there because that was Georgia next state over and then we also played Florida State and Florida State was pretty much our in state rival so our right. SEC rival was the, the Volunteers and then our out of our state versus state rival was Georgia because we then then again we played the game in Jacksonville Florida versus Georgia so we like you know what we got to treat like it's our our it's a home game we're playing in our backyard we're playing on our turf. So we got to win that game, and then the, 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 the last game of the season was the in-state rival, was the Florida State game because we never played Miami, so we had to gauge who ran Florida by just our Florida State game. So if we beat Florida State and Miami didn't, we would say we run the state. But if Florida State beat us and and Miami beat them, we would still say we still second place because we don't play y'all, so we can't gauge it off that. <laughs> we on with Titans yeah. legend Javon the Freak. Curse. Yes, sir. So, Javon, you get to Tennessee, and the story starts to to the Titans, and the story starts circulating about you wanting to to get out of a line or something, and, and you touching a ceiling, like a 12-foot ceiling. What, what's the real story with that? The thing about this story, it comes up quite often, and I try to tell it, like, and, like, I try to sound, hum, like, humble, and then try not to sound lazy when I tell the story because, like, some could say like I was lazy because it was like um it was like one of our like first few days of of tour camps and uh, of, of tour days, and it's before the, all the veterans are there. It's just um like we're doing just preseason testing with, with just the um with just the rookies, and then um and then we have like a, a, a practice that afternoon, and then the next day we have two or whatever. But for that morning, um I was doing all the measurements, and then I was to the vertical leap, and I. You know, uh, they set up the stand. They, they have you to set your hands flat, straight up, and then they uh, you jump up and hit the last one. So they're like, "Oh, we got to reset it." I'm like, okay, y'all reset it. They set about another six inches, and then boom, I jump and hit the top one. They say, "Oh, we got to reset it again." I'm like, "Dude, this is taking a, a long time. How about I just touch the roof?" And then I do remember uh, Steve Waterson, our strength coach at the time, looked at me like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> okay, kid from Florida, sure, sure thing you can do this." And um jumped up and knocked the top, pushed the tile out, gently out, and then they looked at me like, um, get out of here, man. And I went back to the hotel. <laughs> and I went back to that little hotel that we were staying at in Bellevue, and I went back to sleep for like another two hours for the, before the second practice. <laughs> Javon Curse off of this. So, so obviously the testing part went well. What was the transition yeah. like for you, though? Because you, you, like you said earlier, you played different positions everywhere. Then yeah. you get here, and they're like, okay, you're going to be on the defensive line. What were those first few days in the NFL like, first few weeks even, 
as you try to figure out this new position at the next level? Um, I had to pack my, I had to bring my bag lunch, get my steel toe boots and my hard hat because I was going against this big angry dude, man. I went against Jim Runyon my first time in playing defensive end. Never played defensive end <laughs> in my life. And I get to go against this big angry guy like every day. He like he was pissed off at the world every day. And when I ended up, um, you know, pressing against him and, you know, things worked out with the Titans. And then when I got to the Eagles, he was there. I actually like, went up to him to thank him. I'm like, yo, bro, I appreciate I appreciate that work every day I got in with you because that got me ready to play because, like, I didn't play defensive end. They drafted me to come in and play defensive end. And then when I got in, like, you know, I'm a first-round pick, so we're not going to baby you. If you're a first-round pick, like, the expectations are a lot higher than, than someone who's not a first-round pick. But still, I held myself to a high standard. And I'm like, I got to go out here and do what I got to do. So move me at defensive end. So basically, I had to go. Like, I was a, a second-team guy. I was a show team, like, in the first, you know, first few days. So I'm going against the ones, going against John Ryan. So, and he was angry. He was an angry dude. So I had to break it every play. And then next to him, like, if I did, if I ever tried to come inside of him, I, I, I was running to Benji. Ben Yolson, and he was he was right there as well, like big tough. He wasn't as mean, but still a big a big tough, bruising, strong guy that gave me some solid work as well. So, and then that right there, um, and, and, and also was very helpful going into the season with a, a first year coach. I think it was helpful because it was his first year, and so like we had to you know, um, which is oh that's um Washburn, Jim Jim Washburn, like he was my guy, like um. Whenever I got there, it was his first year as well. So we're both going in, you know, like we got to go in and, and change and change the whole view of defensive linemen for the for the Tennessee Titans. And like he came in, like basically, like he basically just brought in a whole bunch of old techniques and like different um, different ways to motivate guys. And some would say like he pimped us, kind of pimped us. <laughs> Like, he would make them up, like, make stories up. Um, he would say, like, some team, like, some player, offensive lineman said this about your mother. Um, <laughs> oh, the coach of the other team said something about your sister. Oh, my goodness. Your newborn baby can't believe what their, what their center said about your newborn baby. Oh, that is crazy there. And you know what? It worked. <laughs> That's all I can say. It worked. It, it, it basically, like, he found a way to – he found a way to – like the light of fire under everyone and they give and for everyone to give them everything that they had and it ended up working out for all of us. Along with the great Javon Curse, the freak. Well, freak, man, I have to ask you, did you know going into that first game in 99 in, in the stadium that you were going to have that kind of impact? Because from my recollection, you were doing good but it, was, it wasn't like, oh, I don't have to backpedal anymore because Javon's going to be back there before <laughs> anything happened. So when did the light click on and like, hey, this defensive line stuff, you know what? I'm starting to kind of like it. Oh, man. Like I would say, well, well that, that first game I got sacked in, it, it actually was the second game. The first game we played Cincinnati, but the second we played um, the Browns, and I got three uh -huh. sacks that game. Yeah, and I got three sacks that game, but then I went like a span with maybe another two games with no sacks. So – I'm like, huh? I'm like, well, they say they come in bunches, so I guess I'm just gonna wait for my next game to get a whole bunch of them, and then you know that they're gonna, you know, slide the line towards me or double me or triple me or whatever, and then I just make my plays whenever I can. 
But then that, um, after I got that three against the Browns in the second game, I went maybe two games without one. Then I came back after that, and I probably got at least one sack or maybe, yeah, I got at least one sack like the next nine or ten games, which, which went into the following season as well. So well, I, mean, you... I, I would say it kind of it kind of clicked then. Like, um, um, yeah, I would say it, it, it kind of clicked then because, like, um, Coach Washburn, like he knew the situation. Then, like um, once I started making noise, I get I got a lot of action, like a lot of um, slides and double double teams, the triple teams, or whatever. Then, whenever that happened, um, someone else, you know, was able to get home and make plays. And then after they get home, like the um, we had Kenny Holmes, Josh Evans, Henry Ford, Joe Tallaville, like a, a whole slew of guys done throwing, like a whole bunch of guys who could get to the quarterback. So then. After they get to the quarterback, how they double and triple me, now you got to pick your poison. And so it, it was able to open up open up um, a, a lot of room for a lot of guys to make plays across the line. Yeah. From all of our views as fans, and even as your teammate, you know, you know, I, I want to ask you, what was your favorite play? And being a guy that's called the freak, I would have thought, you know, catching the, the missile would have been a great play. But what do you think is your favorite play in a Titan uniform? Uh, you know what? I mean, catching missile was one of my top ones, but I don't know. Um, I actually had two. I had two plays in that game against the Ravens. That's that our first and second game of the season. But I don't know if you remember, but I, I, I also I went and got uh, Priest home, and this is from like he ran to the he ran the opposite side. I you know I played I played the um the play to run, and then just came him off and just found a spot in the field and just ran for it, and I didn't get. To Tackle, but I turned him back in, and I think um, I think uh, E. Rob ended up getting the tackle. But I ran him down, maybe about thirty or forty yards downfield, which was another reason why I started getting all those um, all those several sets after afterwards after that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the I do remember that play, but I tried to forget that play, freak, yeah. because this is the one where me and you were running stride for stride, and you passed me kinda, and I go, yeah. uh oh, I'm gonna have to clip that dude next. I cannot put that in tape. He ran by me. <laughs> well, listen, you wasn't the only one, man. Hey, still to this day, Samari still would not admit it, man. But I'm like, okay, well, like, you know what? We made the tackle there. He said he was going for the ball. But I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry that I, I made it look like that. He made him look bad. <laughs> that was Florida on Florida crime, too, by the way, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I was different though. I was I was just a little different out there, man. So I didn't have re- regular defensive end speed. I had some. I had football playing speed. I just wanted the football. Where the football was, I wanted it. That's basically how it All was. Right. All right. Well, lastly, you you talked about Runyon and how tough he was and how he helped you know helped you out uh, developing faster uh, as a defensive end. Who was yeah. the best offensive tackle? that you face and you could have still got it on a sack on him, but you like, man, this guy here, he, he's pretty good. I mean, he's going to give me trouble. He's, he's a good athlete. It's going to be tough, man. This guy, I don't think he got the prop that he should have got. And his name, and he was with the Jackson, the Jaguars, Leon Searcy. Leon Searcy, yes. I think it was his height or it was his height. He had a nice punch. He had the toughness about him. He had good footwork about him. And then, but like, he didn't get the, the praise that Baselli got. So Baselli was, on the opposite side, but um, Mark Brunel was the lefty, so his blind side actually was the right side, That's which was the uncertain mm-hmm. side, but they gave Baselli all the props because he came out and got drafted so high, but I mean, 
Leon Tracy was one of those dudes, and like a, a close a one B would be Willie Anderson, was with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they always gave him some. We always got some good work in with both those Willie guys. Anderson. Great work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. We on with Titans legend Javon the Freak Curse. Javon, <laughs> obviously, there's so many great individual memories of plays that you made, but I, I want to ask you about December 16th, 2002. You'd been injured. You came back that night. It was Monday night football. It was the Patriots. Dude, when you came out of the tunnel, I was in the building that night. I was in the stands. I honestly thought the building was going to fall down. And and, and you come out of the tunnel. Can you even begin to tell us what your emotions were like that night? No, man. I was I was in tears before the game because, I mean, because I took the league on by storm like my first season. And then every season after that was – very successful Pro Bowls. Um, our team had a lot of success, and then like when I got injured, it was just like a a little old bone in my foot. Like, come on, for real. And then at that moment there, I just realized like um like this like it's you can't take it for granted. You can't you can't like when you show up every day, you gotta be ready to work with us because um it can be taken away from you just like that from a little bone in your foot. So. And then, like, I would say, like, that kind of, like, I was, like, really down when it happened. But it was a good thing I had teammates around, that family around to help keep me up because, you know, like, I had such a such a awesome, like, three years, like, such a good start of my career. And then a, an injury, like, sidelined me for so long. And then just that night when I was on the field, whatever, like, when I ran out the tunnel, like, when I fell to the ground, like, it just happened. Like, like when people asked me if I had my, my sack, my – my sack record um, celebration, like had it already, have I had it already, like 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 practiced up? No, I did not. It just happened. Then when I came out of the tunnel that night, it just felt so good to be back out on the field with my teammates and then be to, to be on on a Monday night and be going against the the, the, the Patriots. I think the Patriots won the Super Bowl maybe the, the year before, so it just felt good to be back out on the field. So like when I went to my knees and. Whenever I talk to Jim Washburn to this day, he still reminds me of that. He's like, dude, when you went down to your knees, man, it's like, man, it brought tears to my eyes. It just felt so good to have you back in the seat and you down out there like that. And the fans just went crazy. So it was very, 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 very good to be back out there. Yeah, and it's it's funny because you're known for so many things. But I think for so many fans, that that moment and, and you showing your appreciation and them just cheering and just tearing the place yeah. apart, at that point, I mean, the love between you and Titans fans, it was just an unbelievable thing. Yeah, true. <laughs> Truly was, and I'm sure it always will be. Still always is. Absolutely. Well, I think a lot of people don't know. If I can recall, man, you know, early on in your career, you 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 were before you would go out or maybe even on the field, that you always buy a trash can. Is, is that is that true? <laughs> hey, 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 don't tell me. <laughs> that's another thing that I remind people. I'm like, um, like I, of course, you know, I was with the Eagles, and then um, at the Super Bowl, the O four Super Bowl, Eagles against the Patriots. If it was a situation that To threw up during the game or whatever, and didn't know anything about it, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, I threw it before every game, probably my first two seasons, like straight before every game. And if it was, yeah. a, and if it was ever a game that Washburn didn't see the trash can over by me, he would put me to the side, and be like, "Yo, you okay? You ready to go?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, how come you ain't throw up yet?" And literally, <laughs> I would go into the game like the first 
screaming out of something, coming to the sideline, and then that's when I end up throwing up there. And then, I'm, then he know I'm ready to go there. Now it's ready to drop off. Yeah, yeah, it was something I kind of look forward to because then I say, okay, now he's ready to go because then I say, I'm not ready to go unless you ready to go. <laughs> oh, for real. The people actually, like, they were like, like, what was it? Like, was it nerves? Was it butterflies? I'm like, I don't know what it was, but whenever it happened, I knew I was ready to play. Like, you knew that, I, I knew I was alive whenever I felt that and I knew it was time to go to work. Like, whenever I got it out, it's like I was just, I was getting rid of some extra stuff that, that was going to weigh me down. I could just go run around all day now. Man, we on Titans legend, man, the freak, man. I really appreciate it, man, for coming on, uh, talking about the good old days, let alone the rivalry between uh, Florida and Tennessee, man. You take care of yourself forward, and say hello yeah. to the fam. But I'm also looking forward for this game on Sunday, Titans, Titans Browns, because they're going to be like listening to Mary. They both have some strong, they both have a strong run game. It's just a matter of who's going to who's going to step up and stop the run game to where um, you're not going to be affected by the pass or the plate action. So we'll see. Uh-oh. All right. Cool, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank good, you, Javon. Man. Appreciate having me on, man. Thank you, brother. We could have talked to him for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, Titans fans, freak, love man. they love that guy, man, the freak. It's a special guy in the history of this uh, team and organization, just like 2-3, Blaine Bishop. We'll be back to wrap this <laughs> right. up. Blaine Bishop, Titans legend, right after this. Blaine and Mickey. Brent Doherty 